0: This is the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode 33. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Today, I want to talk about something that holds so many people back in their career and life, and that is what's called labeling. So let's start off, before we dive into the details, let's start off by discussing the definition of labeling. So we're working with kind of a common framework. Psychologists say that labeling is defined as a way of compartmentalizing people based on attributes, situations, or behaviors. This can happen in families, groups, or society as a whole. And as humans, our need to label things runs deep. It goes all the way back to our caveman ancestors, and it's because of our primitive or reptilian brain. So, that's the part of our brain near the back uh, where the brain stem is that has evolved over the millennia. And that part of our brain is actually what's responsible for more of our impulses self-preservation, survival of the species, things like that. So it's the fight or flight part of our brain. So when you think about it, for our caveman ancestors, this ability to be able to instantaneously sort people or situations into categories was super helpful when it came to keeping them safe. I mean, lion equals danger, run, right? Member of the opposing tribe equals proceed with caution, right? It helped them to avoid danger, and it gave them a sense of control because the instantaneous labeling of that person or situation gave them a way to predict what might happen and specifically whether or not that thing was likely to cause them harm. And once they assigned that label, it helped them categorize similar future things in the same way. So they had a higher degree of confidence the next time That their label was correct, thereby preserving their safety and ensuring the survival of the species. So, super helpful back in the day when our caveman ancestors were roaming the earth with dinosaurs and lions and dangerous things. (laughs) Psychologists say, though, that our tendency to label in modern man begins when we're an infant and it continues as we grow. So it's programmed in and it's the product of our environment, the family, friends that we surround ourselves with, the schooling that we have, our socioeconomic status, societal views of us, gender, race, religion, and so much more. But unlike our caveman ancestors, this primitive or primal need we have to label others is not so helpful to modern man. Because we make snap judgments that don't always serve us or others, and yet we do it all the time, all day, every day. So think about it for a minute. A million situations happen on a daily basis, and we are assigning a snap judgment or a label to someone we either know or don't know well. The driver who cuts you off in traffic on the way to work, maybe you instantly label them a bad driver or a menace to society, whatever. That colleague who's always sharing the latest rumors and gossip, maybe you label them as toxic. The boss who's constantly changing their mind and can't ever make a decision, you might label a bad manager. Labeling is like an extreme form of all or nothing thinking. And I say this because when we assign labels, to someone or something that happened, we're oversimplifying the thing because we're saying that that person or the experience is either this or it's that. When in reality, it's probably many different things that go way beyond that oversimplified label that you assign to it. And when we try to oversimplify people or situations, what we're really doing is we're limiting them, and this can have very harmful side effects, not only for the person that we're judging, but for ourselves. When we label others, we close ourselves off to all that someone actually is by narrowing in on only one aspect of who they are based on a specific situation we've experienced or a behavior they've demonstrated that we've observed. But the person is actually much more than that. And the risk is that once we label the person, we don't allow ourselves to see anything else about them. When in fact, there is always much more about them that we could discover if we were just open to it. There's always a way to find common ground if we looked for it. But if we don't look for it because we're focused on that limiting label the opportunity passes us by. If we avoided assigning that limiting label to the person in the first place and instead allowed ourselves to discover who they are in the fullest context, our minds would be changed and the snap judgment we initially had would be proven incorrect. So when we label, we're closing ourselves off to other possibilities. We're shutting down because we're convincing ourselves that the label is all a person is or will ever be. So let's say you labeled someone based on a bad experience you had with them at work. Let's say it's a work colleague. When you believe that label's true, you close yourself off to believing that maybe, just maybe, that bad experience is just a single event. You also close yourself off to the fact that maybe they were just having a bad day. Maybe there were other factors that contributed to how that person showed up within that experience. Like maybe they've got a sick child at home. Maybe they've got a spouse who just lost their job. Maybe they've got a family member, like a parent who's ill or suffering in some way. Factors that you can't possibly know that you're not aware of that is actually influencing how they show up in that experience that you have with them. A bad experience or an unfortunate characteristic that you observe about someone is not everything that person is. So when we label, we create an artificially fixed view of one single aspect of someone when the reality is the person is not only much more than that one single aspect, but they're also, as a human being, not fixed. Not fixed means we as humans All have the ability to grow and develop and evolve and learn. So even if they did show up horribly, even if it was a hurtful or a harmful experience that you had with them, that doesn't mean that every experience you have with them in the future will be the same. People are allowed to have a bad day. And as humans, people are allowed to make mistakes or to make a bad call or to have a bad reaction based on something else that's going on. So when you think about it that way, I think it's helpful to kind of go back in your own experience and try to think about a person in your career that you've had a bad experience with. So think about somebody maybe you just don't feel connected to or that, you know, it was a, maybe it's a bad meeting or a bad interaction, whatever it was, get clear on that person and what the experience was. And I want you to think for a minute, what label did you assign to them? What snap judgment did you make about them? Did you say that person is toxic or that person is volatile or that person is argumentative or that person is pushy or aggressive or whatever? What did you say about them either to yourself or others, or maybe to them? (laughs) Depends on how confrontational you are, I guess. How did you label them? And did you believe or do you believe that that's all they are? If you labeled them as toxic, do you think that's all they are? is just a toxic person. Do you believe that's how every person who interacts with that person sees them according to the label you assigned? Or do you think it's possible that your label for them is faulty or one dimensional or was for that one specific situation or experience. Labels are limiting because for most of us, once the label is assigned, we close ourselves off to the possibility that the person could possibly not be the label that we think they are, that maybe we misjudge them, or we formed a belief about them based on our own biases that we may not even be aware of, or our own faulty perceptions. And interpretations of their behavior. Sometimes we label others because it makes us feel superior in some way. Sometimes we do it because it makes it easier for us to deal with something bad, quote unquote bad, that happened to us and making it the fault of the bad person, quote unquote, that did it to us. I say bad in parentheses because I don't believe things are good or bad. I used to, but I believe that we're either succeeding or we're learning. I believe that we're either getting the things that we want, or we have an opportunity to learn from the unfortunate outcomes that we experience. So when we think something is bad and we seek to blame the quote unquote bad person who we did it to us, we eliminate the possibility that, you know, there's something to learn in the situation. We don't always have to look for the guilty party. Sometimes we just need to accept that people make mistakes or that maybe they had an off day or that life is 50% good and 50% bad. And that sometimes bad or unwanted experiences just happen. And it's nobody's fault. But the problem is that for most of us, the ambiguity of not labeling or not blaming or rushing to judgment feels harder to accept or deal with than it does to assign a label or to make someone else responsible for it. That feels cleaner. It feels more cut and dried. It's easier for us to make sense of it if it's someone else's fault, right? But here are some important truths I want you to remember. There's three of them. First and foremost, life is a balance of highs and lows good and bad things are going to happen to us. That's the way the human experience is. Your career is exactly the same. Sometimes it's all tailwinds and everything's going your way. And sometimes it is nothing but problem after problem after problem. And when you learn how to accept the lows without having to make someone responsible for them, it frees you up to learn the lessons that I believe the unfortunate experiences are here to deliver. There is a reason That life is 50% good and 50% bad. And that is because it is through the downside of life that real character and growth comes from. If we let it, if we close ourselves off and make it someone else's fault and blame someone else, we do not look for the lessons and we limit our own growth. The second thing to remember is that people are a mix of strengths and weaknesses. We all have positive and negative character attributes. That applies to your boss, your co-workers, your friends, your family, and you. No one out there is either all bad or all good. We are a messy mix of things. And when we accept that, and we allow ourselves to see others and ourselves with curiosity and compassion, seeking to understand instead of negativity and rushing to judgment the world, our world, and the world in general, becomes a much better place. And last but not least, an experience with someone always has more sides or dimension than what you're able to observe on your own. And when you stay open to the fact that what you think you see is not actually everything that's going on, You become more open to the viewpoints and perspectives of others because you become curious, you seek to understand, and then you become made aware of a whole host of things that you previously did not know existed as it related to that experience or thing. So don't assume that what you see is everything that's going on. So labeling is something that helps us feel better because it falsely oversimplifies the complexity of what it means to be a human, having a human experience, to live in a world full of different viewpoints, perspectives, cultures and needs, and where sometimes things go our way and sometimes they don't. At the deepest level, the problem with the rush to judgment of labeling is that it I think it separates ourselves from others. It pulls us apart instead of encourages us to look for common ground or possibilities for connection. And that's kind of a lot of what's going on in the culture today, right? We're focused on our differences instead of the things that we might actually share. Differences are great. I think differences are amazing. And it's through all of those that life and society and businesses gets better. But I believe that as humans, there's always common ground too things that we share perspectives or, you know, an opportunity to learn or grow from what someone else might think about something that's different from how you think about it. A really great quote on the subject comes from a linguist back in the 1930s. His name's Benjamin Whorf, And he came up with something called the linguist relativity hypothesis. That's quite the mouthful. And what he said is The words we use to describe what we see aren't just idle placeholders. They in fact determine what we see. So let me read that again because I think it's amazing. The words we use to describe what we see aren't just idle placeholders. They in fact determine what we see. So the labels we assign limit our ability to see beyond them. That's the real problem with labeling things. In the work context, when we label a colleague based on a single bad experience, we risk minimizing or overlooking the role that actually we played in the unfortunate interaction. We don't stay open to being curious about the other person and why they may have showed up in that way. That's what empathy is about, right? Trying to understand other people's perspectives. As a manager, if we label our team members based on their weaknesses, which by the way, I've observed in many managers, not the good ones, but we limit possibilities and potential of the humans on our team we can't just focus on one aspect of them. We have to ideally look for their strengths and encourage more of those instead of focusing on the weaknesses. That's what holds people back. Labels try to make things either black or white, but the world is more complicated than that. It's full of beautiful shades of gray in between. And it's important to remember that People are so much more than a single label that someone might want to assign to them. Each of us is actually the sum total of our personality attributes, our experiences, our character, our qualities, and our beliefs. And they all come together to form a -a one-of-a-kind person. And we all have value, no matter which perspective we're coming from. So if the need to label is literally wired in the impulsive part of our brain, how do we avoid doing it? Well, I'm going to give you three things. And when I do this, I want you to think about a person at work that you have a hard time dealing with, that maybe you want to judge, right? Either because you've had bad experience or you just don't gel, right? You see things differently than they do. Maybe you're in a different function or maybe there's contentious stuff going on between your two groups. Whatever it is, have someone specific in mind. And I'm going to give you three things that you can do. So the first is be self-aware. So here, think about that person and think about the words that you use to judge them. Look for a tendency to blame them. Do you blame them for the outcomes of things that have happened? And listen to yourself and how you think about them and how you place limits on who you think they are in terms of a character or their capabilities, or their values, or whatever. So be self-aware of what you actually think about that person and the labels that you want to assign to them. The second thing when it comes to that person you have in your mind, challenge your perceptions of them. So you, you first you went through, you became self-aware of what you're thinking and how you're labeling them, but how might you be wrong? How might your snap judgment of that person be wrong? And by assigning that judgment, how could that be harmful to that other person? And how might it be harmful to you or what you're trying to do at work? And then the last thing is decide to shift your thinking when it comes to that person, because that is really what it is. You are thinking about that person in a specific way. And if you want to avoid labeling and all the damage that it can do. It is a choice that you make. Choose something new that you want to think about that person. Actively look for the bigger lessons and the challenges that you've had in dealing with them instead of blaming them. Look for what you can learn from the challenges you've had in your dealings with them and decide to broaden your view of them so that you proactively Focus on their positive qualities. That doesn't mean that the negative qualities that bother you so much aren't there. It just means you're really deciding to emphasize something different about them. And watch how it changes your relationship with that person without that person ever doing one thing to change. So that's why I'm always saying a career and our life is success. Everything comes from the inside out. Because it's how we show up that determines how our life goes. So if you're having a challenge with someone, change yourself and how you're thinking about that person and watch your relationship with that person change. It's amazing. Bottom line, labels hurt. They hold people back, they keep people playing small, and they close Themselves off from opportunities, and by the way, that keeps the world from benefiting from whatever that person was meant to contribute to the planet. And we are all here for reasons; we all have value, and the things that we're meant to contribute are important. So the things that other people say about us, or that we say about others, become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If someone is told they're not smart, and they believe they're not smart they're going to take actions that reflect upon them as not being smart. Like they won't go above and beyond, or they won't pursue the college degree or whatever. They won't go for the promotion. They'll hold themselves back. They'll play it safe because they think they're not capable. So why should they even try? When their reactions are that, it's really just caused, not by the fact that they're not smart, but they're taking those actions because emotionally... They feel unmotivated or they feel dumb, and that was caused by them thinking over and over and over again that they're not smart. That's why we say words matter. What you say and think about others and yourself matters. We all deserve to be seen and recognized for everything that we are, not just labeled for our flaws and opportunity areas, but We are a whole person. We all have strengths or weaknesses. We don't want to be labeled. And so we shouldn't be labeling others. It doesn't serve us and it doesn't serve them. So whether you're a senior executive that leads an entire function, a manager that leads a team or an individual contributor, you have a role to play in making the place that you work a healthy and encouraging environment. And when we realize that we can overcome our brain's need to categorize our label by becoming more intentional about what we choose to think about people, situations and experiences that we're not only opening up and enriching our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us as well. And that is what I wish for all of us until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level join me and together we'll make your career in life everything you dream of we'll see you there